0: Welcome to Sweet Valley Diaries: Extra Drama for Book Number Eleven. Too Good to Be True. So that made me Miss America? I'm here with Sinead Prasad and William Joseph Stribling.
1: The director. Here to talk about rape culture.
0: Ooh, boy. (laughs) Yeah, so all three of us independently were like, you know what? This book is
1: problematic. problematic. (laughs) All
0: three of us separately uh, found it to be exactly that. And it's laugh
1: out loud funny. I I only
0: think. think... People our age should read this. I uh-huh. do not think no, no, no. Teenagers children
1: should, should not read, read it. Right? Um, you were saying
0: when you opened yes. the book, twelve and up. That the twelve and up is like the most shocking, upsetting That's thing about pretty, the series. Pretty young.
1: I would say, as someone who does teach high school age mm-hmm. people occasionally, they're smart enough to read this. Yeah. and think uh, and like know how True. absurd it is. Now, yes. I don't think in the eighties it would have been appropriate. I think we are now woke enough right. as a society that the fourteen year olds. To 17 year olds of today, they would also find this hilarious.
2: I hope yeah. so. Because, like, when I was 16, I read Twilight and I liked it. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, this is fun to read because it's insane. Yeah. So now I feel like if I were 16, I would have read this and just been like, oh my God, I gotta read all these because these are ridiculous and fun. But they were not as woke AF as we are.
1: They're, yeah. Um, the book is not written with any tongue in cheek no. wink. It is very earnest.
2: Yes. And, and that I, is
1: part of the problem.
2: I don't know how much the authors were trying to teach.
1: Yeah, that's right. true. I don't think that this is a parable. I yeah. don't think that this is there's a moral lesson to be no. taken away. I think it is pulp. I think it is yeah. intended to be... Page-turningly, like addictive. It's DeGrassi, right? right. I love DeGrassi. To you be know?
2: fair, the villains who do the bad things are clearly villains. Yep. Like nothing yeah. is glamorized. Good and
1: bad is pretty clear. But yeah. then, when the the rape stuff mm-hmm. comes in. And like the the blaming the victim yeah. kind of thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like and not believing the victim, like that. All that's where things start to get a little like oh, okay, rusty. times have changed.
0: And the book definitely is page turning, yeah. but partly you're a little bit horrified. So yeah, yeah. one thing that was so interesting that came up a little bit in the main episode was this parallel that the book creates between Jessica and Suzanne. Mm-hmm. Here are two characters that have
1: sixteen years old. They're right. both
0: sixteen. One of them both it, mean as hell. Yeah, I mean, visually, it's almost like a yin and yang, except they're both the same. You know, we've got Jessica. Well, one's a size six, so. (laughs) (laughs) Jessica has left California and is in New York. Suzanne has left New York and is in Mm -hmm. California. And they both have this perspective where they wrap men around their fingers. Mm -hmm. And they love to manipulate men. Yeah, Listeners, readers will know that about Jessica. Mm -hmm. Suzanne, it's like next level. Yeah. Also, like. Jessica is
2: idealistic and, like, wants—and is, like, super impressed by things. And Suzanne is like,
0: everything's stupid. I'm the best person here, like, in terms of their differences. Jessica's manipulation—they're both—both are manipulative for fun, Mm -hmm. which is problematic in the first place. Yeah. But Suzanne's manipulation comes from— A bitterness and a darkness about the way that her life is. Yeah, she was
1: sent off to a boarding school, and she always felt like her family didn't want her. Uh, And it's like, I get that. It's a reason. It's not an excuse, you know, but it's a reason. Hmm. And she dates older guys that she, like, shouldn't be dating. For
0: Jessica, I mean, the only thing that I could think is that she... Has a little bit of an issue being a twin, uh-huh. and her sister is so celebrated uh-huh. that Jessica has need to come up with her own way to become celebrated. Right. Also, and
1: Jessica is not content with her life in the way that Elizabeth mm-hmm. is content living in this place and having these people in her life. Whereas Jessica has has bigger yeah. dreams for herself.
0: But I think essentially, to get right down to it, the thing that is probably was probably weird for all mm-hmm. of us reading what happens especially between Suzanne and Mr. Collins in yeah. too good to be true is the feeling that Suzanne as the to the outside world when she creates the story about Mr. Collins she's the victim mm-hmm. and of course everybody believes her yes. right but she's lying
1: right because we yeah. we should believe the victim right like right. That, yes. and we've learned that throughout history we know now just more often than not, let's yeah. believe the victim, and if we're wrong occasionally, we're going to be okay with that. Yeah, the
2: Suzanne's of the world... Well, Suzanne is a fictional character in this insane book series, and honestly, I haven't met a lot of people like any of the characters in this mm-hmm. book. Yeah. So, yeah. But especially so, not like yes. Suzanne. Yeah. So, the idea of writing a character like her for these girl, for girls to be reading about
0: is problematic in and of itself. Now, one of the things that... I don't know if, how you feel about this, Sinead, but mm-hmm. I know... That I get, I am so excited and motivated as a woman, as a feminist, as a human being mm-hmm. about like the Me Too movement and how yeah. much, um, you know, progress is happening with women feeling comfortable speaking out and mm-hmm. corporations putting their money where their mouth is and trying to end this culture. Yeah, but there's this fear that like there's going to be some sort of backlash and a lot of that is tied to this idea that like well women could just start making up yeah. stories about me. And I think that we know that that doesn't actually happen that often. No. But stories like this are told mm-hmm. fictionally.
2: Yeah. There is um do you guys watch Veronica Mars? No. But I know what it is. Yeah. There's an episode in season two. It's an amazing show. It's like a film noir high school mystery series. Kristen Bell? Yeah, Kristen Bell plays Veronica Mars, a high school detective. And there's an episode in season two that reminded me a lot of the Suzanne plotline. Adam Scott plays a really hot young teacher who's like accused of um, getting a girl pregnant. And I think that that episode treats it treats the situation the way that it should be <laughs> portrayed. I'm not. I won't tell you exact because there is a lot of twists in it. Mm-hmm. But if you wanted to check out that episode, it's in season two. Adam Scott is in it, and that's like the way I would want this sort of storyline portrayed. I'm not saying you can't do these storylines, but like right, and these things do
0: happen. Yeah. But so on the one hand, you have. That example mm-hmm. of weird behavior that mm-hmm. suggests that these things exist and maybe are even common in the world. Yeah, yeah. and on the other hand, you have Jessica's situation, and I think what's—I mean—it's it, very troubling to watch Jessica in New York sure. be attacked by this She's IP, like a country
1: bumpkin who had this dream yeah. of an amazing two weeks in New York, and then when she finally gets what she wants. Mm-hmm. It's not how she wanted it, or yeah. you know, and Pete tries to rape her, yeah.
0: yeah. And, but what's so I think what's maybe most troubling, problematic about that whole situation is the way that Jessica decides that she's it would be she would be too embarrassed mm-hmm. to ever tell anybody about, yeah yeah and I think the book treats that very casually, mm-hmm. it does
1: but I think that that is speaks to what I assume is a larger problem with the whole series where they never really fully address sex, like they never mm-hmm. deal with sex, where they always allude to it or they get right up to it, and then never happens. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, so like we have the the idea of steady boyfriends and girlfriends, and these kids like realistically are probably having yeah. sex. But, you know, when it comes down to it, they can't depict it.
0: I thought you were going to say it alludes to a larger problem with Jessica, which I think is also kind of true. And I'm constantly, these books constantly put me in this position where I have to backpedal from feeling like I'm um, calling... Tease on uh-huh. Jessica, right, right. but it's almost as if the only explanation for her behavior is that she doesn't know what sex is. Yeah, uh, because it's like she, she is sixteen-year-old girl. She's constantly getting into these situations yeah. where she's shocked that mm-hmm. the men that she's been trying to lure to her, yeah. when she it lures them there, that they are interested mm-hmm. in doing more than kissing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is why. And yeah. and somebody like Todd, who is a who is very respectful of mm-hmm. boundaries, yeah, yeah. and or even Winston, who sure. would yeah. who would who has a crush on Jessica and would be deferential right. to her. Mm-hmm. Um, those kinds of guys she finds boring. Yep. Right. Those are the kinds of guys who would so be... So there's
1: no in-between, but we know there is an in-between because yeah. there is stuff that you can do, kids yeah. listening, that is between making out and having sex that is healthy and... You
2: don't have to do it all you on You don't one have night. to do
1: it... Yeah, like, you, yeah. There's, stuff, there's stuff to be done and uh, I, just I feel like that's what we should be talking really, about in the Sweet Valley
2: Hotels. I really don't like Options. the way that the whole Jessica plot line went. I just feel yeah. like she's flirting with this guy, he's not giving anything back to her. It she's would have been one thing if he was like hard, flirting back yeah. a little bit and it was like a back and forth. But then he just goes all in for it without any sort of warning. We and never see the moment like, where he yeah. makes
1: the decision even. We don't know what he's and motivated by.
2: Just because a girl is flirting with someone does not mean any she never says she wants to like go all the way with him. Right. Or like That's she doesn't say what she wants. She says, like, yeah, it'd be cool to kiss or something. Yeah. But just because
0: a sixteen-year-old flirts does not mean yeah. Once again on this podcast we're getting into the idea of consent. Yes. Which is and these men who who are constantly like like taking the bait or whatever, mm-hmm. like that. But but it's not the bait that right. Jessica intended no. to leave out. Mm-hmm. The problem that they run into is that they're like, oh, I see what this chick wants. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm going to give it to her, and I'm not going to talk to her about it right. first. Right? right. It's, oh,
2: she and he says something really creepy and evil, like, "Don't be so naive." Like you know what you were. I don't know. I yeah. forget what the line. You he told her is that exactly. she's asking for it. Like, yeah,
1: you were asking for Pretty
0: it. Pretty much like verbatim. Which which yeah. she
1: I don't think was, no. but. Uh, uh Suzanne, when she yeah. wet herself <laughs> in the <laughs> backyard, she knew it. She was asking yes. for it. Like, she was, I think, literally asking for it. Yeah. Uh, Jessica wanted and attention s- yeah. and
2: some kissing to go home and tell her sister and about. And Suzanne
1: was like, if I can't you know, get what I want from this guy, I'm going to just his yeah.
0: Well, speaking of these fictional characters uh-huh. and the way that that is perpetuated... Um, will you made a passing reference in the first episode the primary episode to mm-hmm. East of Eden mm-hmm. oh, and right. so this book even has like a within a reference within a fictional story mm-hmm. of another fictional story that perpetuates these characters the way that Todd finally gets Elizabeth to agree that maybe maybe Suzanne is just crazy Remember that book we read? Yeah, Elizabeth is saying that... uh, You almost said it exactly right. Elizabeth is saying that, like, well, but why would Suzanne lie? Like, why would she rip her own shirt? Why would she make all this up? That's the part I don't get. And Todd's justification...
1: Remember that book we all had to read in 10th grade English, East of Eden? There was that beautiful girl, Kathy, who everyone thought was so sweet and wonderful... Elizabeth shivered... Oh, oh, this is now we're no longer... I'm not not Todd (laughs) anymore. Elizabeth shivered as if caught in a sudden draft. She remembered the book well. It was one of her favorites. And underneath, Kathy was really rotten to the core. She finished for Todd. She wrapped her arms around herself in an attempt to stop her shivering. But that was just a book. If someone was really like that, you'd know, wouldn't you?
2: No. That no, not
1: necessarily. Wouldn't. That was just
0: a book, That's you guys. That's point. That was just a book. No.
1: This is so meta.
0: You know what would have been cool is if, if I If in asked-
1: East of Eden they make a reference to another book? Like how <laughs> deep does this rabbit hole Yeah. <laughs>
0: I was gonna say that if when I asked you guys if you were Jessica and Elizabeth you'd said you were a Suzanne and then you Uh, your face had done the weird yes the weird like
1: like in that movie Truth or Dare that that came out yeah (laughs) I probably watched that weren't you saying that
0: that movie you can tell it from the trailer that they were uh, making the movie just for the
1: the Snapchat filter?
0: Oh my yeah. oh, yeah. god, yes! <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Did that even happen though? Was there a the Snapchat? Snapchat filter? I think it was. Yeah, Sam- Snapchat. Yeah. Well, I was. But if one of you had said that you were secretly <laughs> a Suzanne and did the thing that happened several times in this uh-huh. book, which is when. Elizabeth Caps captures a fleeting glimpse of Suzanne's real self. Oh, yeah.
1: creepy. When that kind of
2: chilled me when yeah. I read her that Her eyes word.
1: become slits. She
2: was ugly for the first time. Yeah,
0: it's like she's ugly for... It is like she's a witch. She's yeah. magically ugly for a second, mm-hmm. and then she casts her spell again.
2: That's a thing that happens, I feel like, in a lot of books and movies and stuff. People, like, see the true
0: mm-hmm. the
2: fleeting image of what's beneath, and it's not
0: yeah. pretty. Yeah. Well, and then these characters were also making a mistake that... Uh, People, human beings in real life make a lot, which is assuming that someone is, um, it's called the attribution error, I believe, where I'm saying it, fundamental attribution, something like that, mm-hmm. where you assume that someone, people are either all good or all mm-hmm. bad. And right. it's just like, oh, I thought so and so was a nice person, yeah. but now they stole my shoes, so I know that they're really a bad person. Yes. But oh, but they baked me a loaf of bread. Uh, they're a good person. It's like it's,
1: things have to be binary in yeah. Sweet oh, yeah. Valley. You know, like there's there's That's no room nice. for for like a gray area yeah. here because right. children just couldn't understand that.
0: And especially with people that we don't actually know mm-hmm. personally, sure. it's something that is like fundamental attribution error. It yeah, is. That. Yeah, I was
2: just researching this because they mentioned it on that show, AP Bio.
0: Mm.
2: Oh, okay. whatever. It was like if you do good things, the action is what you are so if you're doing good things for the wrong reason you're still good but if you're doing bad things for the right reason you're bad
0: yeah Ooh. and then
2: there's the opposite
0: which is like it's the outcome that's who you are yeah, yeah, yeah. We very weird tv shows and movies books and uh science yeah. all melding together in this sweet bonus episode of sweet valley diaries valley high who knew who knew Thank you guys so much again for joining me. And um, uh, yeah, if you want to read another book, you know, just let me know. I got a whole collection over there. Can you I tell me I a
1: story about like... a turtle?
0: Uh, Theodore the turtle?
1: Is that what it is?
2: I don't know any stories. <laughs> 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 okay. Bye. <laughs>
1: No, there's
0: one sip of water oh, okay. in here. So
1: had to make sure you, to you to whisper. Your empty cup. You're, gonna, you're gonna hold that empty cup the whole time.
0: <laughs> um, yes, that's my plan. It's like my—it's like a security blanket. Oh. My empty Indiana cup. My friend gave this empty to me.
1: Indiana sounds like a place in Indiana. <laughs>
0: Ooh, I like that.
1: Can we set something empty, empty, Indiana. empty
0: Indiana? You know there are names of towns all over this cup. So if it's on there, maybe Profit Town. Profit Town. You can see the broad ripple. They don't have oh, the yeah. greatest names.
1: I've been trying oh. to get Russ to let me write something with him where it's. I only have the title. It's called Living in Squalor, and it's set in a place called Squalor. That's and that's cool. all I have. I like it.
2: But Squalor it.
1: sounds like it would be in Indiana. Squalor, Indiana? Yeah. That sounds Ooh. good. Isn't that a good title? Show name. You can yeah. have it if you want. Just oh, thank me later. Thank you. <laughs> in your Emmy speech.
0: <laughs> well, do you You guys remember the show Eerie Indiana? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Sean loved that show.
1: Wait, th- what was this?
0: It was like Stranger Things before Stranger Things.
2: It's starring the kid from Hocus Pocus.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, so it's old.